Hello and welcome back to another video on this channel. Today we're going to be talking what I think is Christianity's biggest problem, or at least online Christianity's biggest problem. Now there's a lot of problems in Christianity. A lot of people might say, oh, it's the philosophy of it and a lot of other stuff. But today we're going to be talking more about, well, what are Christians doing wrong in um, philosophy or at least in apologetics? And now I have to for, first say that this is coming from the perspective of a Christian. I'm a Christian apologist, if you haven't noticed in my philosophy channel name, uh, Apologetics for All. But this is something that I've been looking around on the internet and I'm looking at these other Christian apologists and I'm like, well, is this really the right way to go around doing things? Now, I have to make another disclaimer, right? I'm not saying, oh, you're doing that, that means you must be bad, or, oh, I'm so somewhat of a better apologist or a better person than you. That's definitely not the goal. But I think that it's very important for us to understand what's the correct approach to go around doing things in order to be able to develop the entire intellectual discourse further and a lot of other things as well. Now, this is not to say that the problem that I'll be discussing in this video is not um, committed by any of the atheists out there. If you're an atheist and looking at this, Hopefully this video might help you out as well to say, well, is this really a good thing or a bad thing? I could also learn something from it. And I think that that's definitely correct. I think, in fact, anyone can learn from this, whether you're a Christian, atheist, or whoever you are. Whenever you enter, enter into discussion, there are certain things which you really should do. And I've now be, made it very, very um, vague and very, I've built up the tension a lot. Maybe I haven't. But essentially, the biggest problem is indeed the fact that everyone seems to want to destroy everyone. They have no principle of charity whatsoever, and they're all just focusing on destroying the other opponent instead of actually trying to work towards the truth or coming around a mutual understanding. Now, there are four reasons for it, but before we get into the reasons why they are bad and actually what is this problem, I'd just like to remind you that if you enjoy this content, make sure you like and subscribe. It really means a lot to me and really helps the channel grow. Furthermore, feel free to let me know whether you like this a video format without the frame around me. In other videos, I do have a frame around me. So let me know what your thoughts are, which one is the better video format, which you guys like the most. Now, without further ado, let us get into this video and talk about, well, what is the principle of charity and why is it such a big problem that people aren't actually adhering to it? Now, the principle of charity is essentially a charitable concept in, in the world or in philosophy where it's like, well, if you're discussing it with someone else, you have to assume or at least try to make or interact with the strongest formulation of their argument. That means you don't strawman the opposition. If he's making an argument like X, Y, and Z, don't suddenly change a premise or slightly change the idea in a premise to make it sound a bit weaker so you could easily destroy it. Or in the same way, it's like if someone is making a case and you don't really understand what they're saying, well, what you then should do is ask for clarification. Don't suddenly jump on them and try to attack them on something you don't understand. It's essentially kind of it, 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 the meaning of a principle of charity lies within the name. You want to act in a charitable manner towards anyone you're discussing concepts with, whether you agree or disagree with them. You want to uh, treat their ideas and thoughts in a charitable manner. So now that we know exactly what the principle of charity is, well, why is this Christianity's or apologetics biggest problem? The reason why I think that this is a very, very big problem is that over the course of the history of Christianity, or at least in the last few years or centuries, and in fact, in the entire history of Christianity, there's always a very confrontational approach. It's always like, oh, there are certain other groups out there which we want to destroy. We want to hammer it. We want to just break their backs and break their resistance so that they're suddenly going to miraculously become Christians. And you see this all throughout history. There's there is kind of like this idea, especially in the Spanish Inquisition. Personally, I don't think the Spanish Inquisition is a result of religious means. It's a complex political and, and economic um, causes and interesting things like that. And 
If you want me to discuss more about the Spanish Inquisition, let me know. I'll happily discuss that. I'm, I'm currently researching it for a Spanish project. But essentially, we see a lot of times in history where religious organizations or ideas use religion as a way to bash, bash other people. Like there's the Bible. They just like try to Bible bash everyone into submission to um, support Christianity. Now, there's, of course, problems with that in a more traditional sense. People might feel repressed. People might feel um, unloved and uncared for, which is definitely not the goal of Christianity. But also there's a problem of saying, well, more recently on um, internet, we're like, well, Christian destroys atheists, or let me get some names up to four Christians destroy atheists with the greatest rebuttals. Christian totally destroys atheists in public debate. Our William Lane Craig destroys atheists. Richard Dawkins tries to debate John Lennox and gets owned. Now, I have nothing against these individual people who post these content. I know there might be a place for them. It spreads awareness about discussions and intellectual discourse. But is this really a good thing? My argument is no. I get it for internet's sake to get more subscribers, to get more views, to get more clicks. You want to have these catchy thumbnail and titles. I completely understand it as a YouTuber myself. There's a reason why these people get more views than my videos do. I get like an average of 100 views per video or maybe even less than that, maybe 70 video uh, views per video. These guys, they, they say, oh, Christian destroys atheists. Oh, they immediately get like, what, 100,000 views or something like that, right? So, I mean, yes, there is a gap between what's more clickable and what is uh, more reasonable. There's a gap between what puts more money in your pockets and what actually is the right thing to do. And I understand it's a difficult thing to do. It's a difficult thing to balance. But it's also something which you have to say, well, where exactly do my priorities lie? Now, you might be saying, why am I making such a big deal about it? Atheists do that. Atheist destroys Christian or atheist does this. Or like, I mean, yes, everyone does it at times. It's very tempting to do it. Even if you're not doing it for YouTube's sake, you want to get those views. You want to get, you want to be, it sounds very strong by destroying this opposition. But I think it really shows more about you than actually the discussion itself. Because if you're really going into a discussion with a mindset of, Oh, I want to destroy this argument. I want to destroy that argument. Oh, this idea is horrible. I want to destroy this person. Well, are you really then trying to seek the truth? Are you really focusing on the reasoning behind the argument? Or are you only focusing on your anger, your immediately emotional reaction, your self, your sense of self-worth and self-gratification when you think you've finally destroyed and smashed this guy's arguments to bits? Is that really what you're trying to do? Or are you actually trying to seek the truth? And that's something you have to think about. And I think that that is the first main problem of why this idea is bad. Number two, it just leads to people making, it just leads people to feel bad. You know, it's like if you say, oh, atheist destroyed by this. And maybe the argument was horrible. And yes, everyone makes a bad argument at times. And, and, you, and you make a very big deal about it. It makes a person feel bad. That's not the goal of anything. I mean, the goal of apologetics is never to make anyone feel bad. It's not to say, oh, you've done something stupid. Uh, wake up and there's something in front of you. I mean, that's not the goal of apologetics. It's not here. I'm not here to say, well, I want you people to feel bad because of your reasoning is trash or stuff like that. That's not really the goal here. I'm like, well, there is a truth. I believe in something. I have X, Y, Z reasons to believe in that something. And well, here are the reasons are. Do you agree with me or do you not agree with me? We can have a proper discussion about it. Everyone feels respected. Everyone feels cared for. And of course, there's always going to be the random person out there on the internet who says, oh, you disagree with me, therefore you discriminate against me. And there's always going to be that person or that group of people. And, and when that comes to it, I just don't care. I just ignore them or delete their comments because there's no point in having stupidity on my channel. But at the same time, you have to really balance between the two ideas and say, well, we can we have a respectful agreement 
or respectful disagreement, which is more important? Or are you just going to go out and try to destroy and insult the other party? And I like to say, or I like to think that most of us would always argue that the first part of the two is always the better one. To have a respectful disagreement is at the end of the day, the best situation to have. I love having respectful disagreements with people. And of course, if you get them to agree with you, that's a bonus. But at least get have a respectful environment in which everyone feels cared for and loved. Because if people just feel like insulted all the time, that's not good for your mental health. That's not good for someone else's mental health. There's, there's so much already, so much hate and disagreement in the world that you may as well share some love in that disagreement. And, and that's something very important. And finally, it just creates division. It doesn't lead for you to have self-reflection. Because at the end of the day, I, I, I strongly believe in the idea that everyone's arguments, no matter how wrong they are, have some element of truth in it. There's some element of reasoning behind it. And maybe not in the reasoning as in logic sense, but there's some existential meaning behind why they believe in it. And you can learn from it. You can psychoanalyze why they exactly believe in that. There's a lot of reasons why someone might believe in X, Y, and Z. There's a lot of reasons why someone might believe that the world is flat, which goes purely beyond science or beyond the Bible. They might have their fundamental um, reasoning for, for certain beliefs. And the same goes with um, vaccines. And, and me and Warren, my good friend, had a discussion about this recently. It's like, why, why do people deny science at certain times? Or, or someone who we both know always said, oh, these people are denying science. Well, why do these people deny science? Is it really because they hate science? Or is there a fundamental theory behind it? And it's not necessarily religion, I don't think either, because there's people who are religious and irreligious who just decide not to take the vaccine. And and, you, and I'm not saying whether you should or should not take the vaccine. Like, I'm not a scientist myself, but a lot of people say, well, the science supports this, the science supports that. Well, what exactly is motivating people to either follow it or go against it? It's not necessarily something which is reasoned. It's not necessarily a reasonable argument where you could say, well, this is X, Y, and Z, logical syllogism, logical fallacy, therefore that's wrong. There's a lot of times a lot of existential meaning and value behind it, which goes around in their life. And if you understand that more, you might be able to reflect more about yourself and say, well, maybe that fundamental prejudice is found in my life as well. Yes, I might disagree with them. Yes, there might be problems with that reasoning. But now that I think about it, maybe I'm committing the same problems as well. And if that's the case, well, then you've both learned a lot from the disagreement. And that's something very, very helpful. So I think we've demonstrated or at least seen that there are many, many benefits of treating each other with respect, supporting the principle of charity and debate, instead of just trying to destroy and break down the other person's argument in a very malicious intent. Now, this is nothing about saying, oh, you can't go really harsh and really strict onto someone's argument. As someone who loves philosophy, I love a very, very strong argument which is very, very pedantic and in some degrees overly pedantic to the T, gets very, very strict and you get a very, very good argument. There's nothing wrong with that. I love that. But at the same time, there's also an idea where you're saying, well, yes, you can be very, very strict with the argument, but at the end of the day, you have to treat everyone else with, with respect. You're not going to destroy anyone. And that's the key thing. So I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you enjoyed this video or have any thoughts, let me know in the comment section below. Happily hear your thoughts and ideas there. Like always, stay safe, my friends. See you soon. Thank you for watching and goodbye. I'll see you next one. Stay safe and God bless.